Welcome to the Strong Single and Human podcast, a real look at single parenting, the ups and downs and how to navigate life with kids on your own while keeping sane. Covering subjects such as domestic violence through to fussy eaters and solo dating. I'm your host, Claire Martin. Welcome. This week's guest has overcome abuse, teenage pregnancy, and homelessness. She's been on a journey of self-discovery and uncovered her passion for helping people and seeing them succeed in their own lives. She uses her core methods to teach women the various ways to unleash their highest level of potential and talents. She also has been featured in Be Your Own magazine and as a guest on Entrepreneur Podcast Network. A single mother of three girls, she definitely knows how to juggle the challenges of being a single mum and trying to hold down a career. Hi, Kimberly. Welcome. How are you today? I am amazing. I am amazing. And I know it's day, it's, I know it's day for you, but it's really night for me. So I know. I know. Sorry. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, you're calling. Well, I'm calling you in the States, aren't you? You're in the States. Absolutely. In Florida. Yeah. 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 Sunny Florida. Yeah. No. Cool. Uh, look, Hey, there is so much to talk about regarding your journey and where you've where you've been and where you've come from, like overcome abuse, teenage pregnancy, homelessness. And now you're like helping other people. It's like this is an awesome story. Tell us about your journey. What what? what happened? Yeah. So, you know, at, I think at a young age, we all start out having these amazing dreams and having these things that, you know, you want to do with yourself. And then somewhere along the line, you make these decisions and life just takes over and you kind of fall down a slump where, 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 uh, where, where you don't know how to dig yourself out of. Um, so for me, in my case, it was, I left high school, was going to go co- well, started college, found myself, you know, pregnant with my first daughter, um, was in a relationship with her dad for a good four four years or so. Went through a lot of emotional mm-hmm. and physical abuse. Um, moved out, had to leave him wow. in in like the middle of the night, and uh, and uh, uh, and ended up just just going through the waves and the motions of just you know falling down a pit, almost like a pit that 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 I couldn't really pull myself out of. It was super yeah. super tough. Um, and of course, along the way, I had my other daughters, and you know really went into homelessness and just, just not eating and making sure that they ate and, you know, just, just so many different things. I could really go down a whole rabbit hole of, 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 of just, you know, a series of, of bad events that happened <laughs> over, yeah. the, over the course of yeah. years. And then one day I, I, after I had my last daughter, I just said, you know, this isn't what I planned when I was, you know, younger. This isn't what I wanted my life to be at all. It was like a wake up call. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Um, and then after that, I just went on like a, a, a real mission just to kind of pull myself out of out of the hole that I had really dug myself in for years. Um, some of it was I didn't know how to get to where I wanted to be. I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't know. I didn't know any of it. Right. It was it was just mm. so hard. And I didn't really have like familial support to say, hey, you know, do this or try this or anything. It was really just myself going ahead and doing it. I had great friends that helped out where they could. But apart from that, it was really just me figuring it out and just kind of going down, pulling myself out of that hole. And it took years to actually yeah. do that, you know, and now I'm at a place that that now I can go ahead and I can help other women, you know, pull 
not only pull themselves out of whatever hole that they're in, but really kind of, you know, go through, go through their own journey of figuring out what they're passionate about and what they want to do with their lives to help them succeed. Um, and, and, and of course, to, to really bring out their purpose for profit. Right. So that's, yeah, that's, that's really where. I- yeah. Look, and I, I recognize that um, being in a hole because, because uh, like you sort of come out of it and you're stuck with, um, you're stuck with trying to continue the norm with the children and stuff like that. But there, and but it's just a cycle. I mean, I found with myself, it just was same, same every day, trying to just survive and trying to get through from morning to night um, with staying sane and making sure that um, my child was sane and also my child was fed and looked after. And, and yeah, like I didn't have any support. I mean, did you like, did you have family or, I mean, you said friends, but did you have any family? Were you like in a different state or? No, I was actually in the same state and my family came from the notion of you had kids at a young age, you're going to have to figure this out. Um, oh, right. Yeah, okay. they didn't, they didn't real, they didn't, I don't think they knew obviously I had kids, but I don't think that they really came around for a, for quite a few years you know, just kind of, you got to figure this out. And a lot of the things that I went through, I was so ashamed to even bring to them or to even tell them everything. And quite frankly, they don't know a lot of this stuff (laughs) Um, because it was, it was just so hard for me. You know, it was a sense of shame um, that I, that I, that I felt that I I brought on. And so, yeah, I, I I really just had friends to really lean on um, for the most part. And I, and I've got to say, I've talked to a lot of women um, and men, actually. I mean, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the men don't want to then come on board to a podcast and talk about. And, and I suppose it goes down to the shame sort of aspect as well. They don't want to come on board and talk on a podcast, uh, which is unfortunate because they're ashamed of it or whatever. But I've talked to a lot of people, right? And I, I think domestic and emotional, well, domestic abuse does affect everyone from all different walks of life. There's not like any genre. Uh, so it's not like the lower classes, the middle classes or the upper classes that, uh, you know, have this. It affects everyone, no matter what background, no matter what area you've come from, what, um, you know, what where your family's, uh, you know, um economic and my sorry it's a Monday morning so my brain's trying to work now and uh, need another coffee you know whatever economical uh, economic background you come from uh, it doesn't matter does it no it doesn't matter none of that I I I always find that I think people that that abusers have things that they have to work on themselves within themselves and people that have been the victim of the abuse now have to go ahead and attempt not to pass it on to their kids or their loved ones and they have to work on themselves as well not that they necessarily did anything because they're the victim but that they are the ones that now have to work on themselves eternally to you know bring to to kind of go back to who they were um i will tell you that my confidence was shattered my my just a lot of things were really shattered right and i i I had to it took a lot of therapy, counseling, self, and a lot of work within myself to really kind of go back to saying, this is who I was before all of this abuse and whatever else. And now I'm a bit mature and this is who I, who, who, who I get to be in that, in that process. 
So what was your turning point? What was the one thing that you thought, I can't do like, I, I've got to stop. This has got to stop. What was that? Was there a one key thing? Yeah. So I actually have quite a few. Um, if you've ever listened to Steve Harvey, the talk show host and the family feud oh, guy, yeah, yeah. most people say, yeah, you will always have a turn back moment. And I will tell you, I have had quite a few turn back moments, but I think the camel that broke the back for me um, was the one day that I woke up and was like, I am living in like my own personal misery. Yeah. And this is not how I wanted my life to be. And I sat back and I thought about it and I remembered all those dreams that I had as a kid and I cried. Mm, yeah. I cried because I couldn't believe that I went down this rabbit hole and I didn't, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I worked for years to pull myself out of that. Yeah. And I, and, and how you describe it as a rabbit hole it's it, well it's not a hole it's like a warren isn't it because you yeah. get stuck in it and then you're like running around all of these different yeah. tunnels trying to get trying to find the hole that brings you up and out and up to the surface right wow so that okay so then you sat there and you thought right things have to change so what what did you do what was your first steps so the first thing I did, if you believe it or not, is um, I looked up, well, I had to do a, a self-evaluation of where I was in okay. life. Okay. Sleeping on people's couches, occasionally in my car, my car was out for repo, oh just, all, just all these different things, like, yeah. you know, couldn't afford to feed my kids. With the kids, though. You with were sleeping the kids. in your car with the kids. With the, with the kids. So it's like, okay, where where am I now? Like what I'm here now. Okay. We wake up. We realize you're here now. What can you do to get out of it? What immediately was like, find a job. Okay. okay. Find a job. No problem. Um, I wasn't working or I was in and out of work is what I should say. I didn't have something secure. So I just took any job that was paying something decent and it was a nine to five rather than, you know, hours, yeah. odd hours or overnight hours. Um, and then I would, I said, okay, I'm, I, I got a job. I got some income coming in now. Uh, car got repoed, right. Lights got turned off. <laughs> so, so what do you do? You're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sleep here and I'm going to figure this out. And again, I was blessed. I had friends, um, slept at a couple of friends' houses, you know, eventually built myself up to go ahead and to get a place for us to stay in. Right. Um, went ahead and, and just, just started to say, okay, this money goes towards this. I need to find another job because I need, I'm, I'm so far down this rabbit hole. What else do I need to pay for? Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, that's really how this whole thing started. Then it went into, okay, you kind of have, you know, the, the financial situation a little bit. Okay. What can you do to get you to the next level? Because now you need to make more money. What can you do? Right. What can you sell? What, what can you do? What services can you offer? Yeah went and went into that and figured out, okay, I'm going to go back to school. Um, I'll be in school for a couple of years. Ultimately, I wanted a degree anyway. Why not? Right. Um, and then I went to school, worked full time, had my kids, you know, eventually bought another car, just, just, you know, keeping up, barely keeping myself above water, but of course, just going ahead and, you know, just maintaining 
as best as I could. Lights would get cut off every other week or something else would happen, but I, I it was good that I had my own place, right? And now and and now I went ahead and and, and I, I started to get on, you know, some government assistance. Okay, great. You know, just things just started moving, right? Once I started to get creative about what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be, right? It it things just started moving. And, I, and that's why this whole entire thing, I always tell people that action cures everything. And that's how I always remember it. If you, you're ever stuck and you don't know where to go, just do something. Start, Take do that something. first step. Yeah. And I, 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 I've got to agree with you. Like one of my thing, one of my biggest fears when I went and left my son's father was, I was like, okay, this is it. This is me on my own now. Like, so I am, the main breadwinner, I have to make sure that we have a roof above our heads, you know, that there's light. And my number one concern was, right, as long as he has a house or somewhere that he can stay, it doesn't matter. We will we'll eat sandwiches for like a week or whatever, or we'll have candles instead of electricity. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, that I sort of yeah. sit there and go, I mean, thank God, uh, you know, we haven't been in that situation where I've had to light candles and eat sandwiches for a week, you know, eat cold food yeah. for a week because I can't like, thank God. But it's like I sort of I sort of went through and went, right, what's my number one priority every month to pay the rent or to pay yeah. the mortgage or whatever to make sure that I always, always have a house for my son and mm. then we'll worry about everything else. Like, you know, it's basically rent, food. And then everything else we'll worry about. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, and like you said, so like, wow, what was it like? I, and I've never been homeless, thank God. But like, what what was it like with the with the kids? Because. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how. <laughs> it was a nightmare. How, but how, <laughs> would that, how did they cope? So I think that my oldest didn't. She didn't realize what was really happening. Okay. So. Yeah, she just thought, okay, we're, you know, sleeping in the car tonight or we're having a sleepover at Auntie somebody's house or, you know, something to that effect. It got to a point that I actually had to say, okay, babe, I need you to stay with your dad for a little bit because your dad had a had a house. So I heard, I, I need you to stay with your dad. And she didn't want to go. And I was just like, it's going to be better if you go. Okay. But I would still pick her up after school. And how old was she? I would say five 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 yeah and so she went uh stayed with her dad oh I'm trying not to get tears here (laughs) no no no, I know yeah no sorry (laughs) but um and then of course my my middle daughter she was born by this time and she you know she had no idea right they're yeah no idea they're babies they have no no, idea but at the but and they're just resilient as well, right. aren't they? And so what would happen is that um, there were nights that I had to work because I also worked overnight. When I did work, I worked overnight at, 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 a, at this one place and um, at this grocery chain, I should say. And she, I would let her still sleep at the babysitter. So when I got off in the mornings, right, I would, or not mornings, but like three o'clock in the morning, right? Because that, that's the shift. When I, when I got off, I would go pick her up, um, um, I'm sorry, I wouldn't pick her up until I would go sleep in my car, 
go park in oh. front of the sitter and pick her up oh at like gosh. six or seven in the morning, right? So you got like a few hours sleep. So I got then... a few hours sleep. And then I would go ahead and just get bright-eyed, bushy-tailed to the sitter. Hey, I'm here to pick her up and just pick her up and then, you know, <laughs> and then take her. And then when it was time for me to go back to work later on in the evening, I would go and drop her off again, right? That's, that's kind of how I played the whole entire thing. And of course, I would wow, shower you must have been house. shattered. Oh, it was rough. But it's, it, I don't, looking back, it was, it was just, it was rough. I don't, yeah. I don't even have a better way to describe it. It was just rough. Wow, wow man. Yeah, no, that would have been, like, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a nightmare. That would have, yeah, no, crikey. So, okay. So that was the deep, dark hole. And then you decide, you sat there, evaluated where you were at and said, right, okay, I, I, I need to get a job. I need to get out. You went to, you went to college. So what did you, what did you study at college? Yeah. So I went to, I went to a private college because that was like the one that I could get in the quickest. Cause I, at the time I was like, I'm going to get the, hit the floor running. Right. <laughs> Didn't want to go to traditional school. So I went to, you know, private school and paid for it dearly with student loans, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Well, I think we all do, don't we? <laughs> yeah. And so I actually studied, um, I got, I got my, my bachelor's in project management. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what my day job is. So like I completely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I completely know where you're coming from. Wow. Okay. And then, and then what happened? So you went and got your bachelor's. How long did that take to get? You know, they said, oh, you're going to do it in four years. And I was like, no, 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 no. I have goals. I'm going to do this in two and a half, two and a half. So there were there were times that I doubled up on classes um, just to get this done. Oh, my gosh. I had goals. You're so driven. Yeah. Well, well no, that's and, – and you had goals and three girls, basically. I had, so. I, had, I had goals, three girls, and I was not going back that down – I was not going back that back down that rabbit yeah. hole. Like, I wasn't. No. Right. No, no, no. And I think that's it. I, and I also think when you make a decision, like, I think the hardest part is actually to decide as well. You know, I mean, I know you say, like, you need to take actions, but it's a – I think – one of the first steps is to make that decision. I am not going to, this is not my life. I need to move and change. And then right. it's making that plan and moving and changing and not going back down to where you were. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was a part of my self-evaluation process. Like that part, once I realized like yeah. where I was and I was like, I'm not this going back not down me. that hole. So that was definitely yeah. part of my yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you got your qualification. Then what happened? What, where, where did you go from there? Still kept working. Um, but I found that my mindset was not fully healed from the trauma that I had overgone mm. or gone through, I should say. So I found that I was settling in my life. So it's yeah. like, I got, I, I, I got to a point where the bills were paid there was a roof over my head. There was food in my house, right? I never had to worry about that. And I was off government assistance. I had a car that I could drive and I got, I guess you could say content because it's much better than where I was. So it turned out that I said, okay, I'm better than where I was. I'm okay now. So I got content with just saying the bills are paid we're, we're, uh, safe. we're safe right 
right? I don't, I don't yeah. have, you know, any abusers. I we're safe. And I, I said, you know, one day I sat down and just started to think about, you know, I'm, I'm coming from so far. I'm just so blessed. And then I was like, wait, I wanted more. <laughs> so <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is this this it? isn't it. I wanted more, right? There's a lot more that yeah. I wanted to do. There's a lot more that I wanted to, to get out there and do. And that's when I started, you know, just just really having that moment with myself. And I spent time with myself. This time it wasn't as traumatic as the last time, but it was it was OK. You are better than what you were, but what more do you want? Um, like I said, my confidence played a big role in, the, in, in going after things because I wasn't going after the things wholeheartedly that I knew I wanted. Right. My mindset was just ah, I don't I don't. Maybe it's not for me. And I just kind of, I, I, I did this talk about the lies that you tell yourself. And that's the lie that I, one of the lies that I told myself. And eventually it just got to know what, what more do you want and let's go after it. Let's start making these goals. Let's start making these, you know, these, these, these things that you want to do. Yeah. Let's make them come into fruition. So what was one of the first goals that you basically made? Can you remember? I don't yeah, know it was switch jobs. Switch jobs. Yes, I needed more money. I needed more income. Okay. Because I because again I was I was safe. Yeah. But I couldn't take the kids to do certain things. Like I couldn't get the, I I, I couldn't afford to. Yeah. Because I was safe, but that's it. Uh, the next. How thing- many years had you been sort of safe as such? And had you done any work in that period of time? on yourself so had you done any counseling or you know dealt with and overcome all of the all of the things that um get stacked up with regard to abuse and and dealing with the homelessness and yeah like how many years and what had you done so so about four years is where I was from where I went you know because even after I finished uh after I finished school, I said, okay, I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm switching jobs and I'm going to get more money and, you know, be able to do certain things around that third to fourth year, or maybe about three and a half years to fourth year. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You know, it started to, you know, make me think about what I, the more things that I did want and just kind of pushed them to the back burner. And so by the time that fourth year hit, I'm like, ah, no, no, no. I definitely want more. That's where I started to do. I started to really dive into therapy that's where I really started to dive into personal development. That's where I really started to dive into just podcasts and just just books, anything that I can get my hands on about the mindset. Yeah. And look, there's a lot of free. It's not that you need to pay money to get this stuff. I mean, there's a lot of free no. stuff out there as well. That's good. So, a lot. yeah. 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 YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, YouTube's like the second biggest search engine compared with google so yeah no exactly right wow okay so so about it's quite interesting you say that because i sort of find i when i left the relationship i was in it took me probably about three it's been three or four years and um it is it's about like i don't know but i've found talking to people it's like a three or four year period where you need to self-heal it's almost like your healing phase whether that be that you do it yourself with online things or whether you actually go to a counselor and talk things through and a therapist and talk things through but I've found that like I'm now at 
the four-year part I don't know I'm trying to think now four-year part and now mm-hmm. I've gone okay the podcast I wanted to do I want to do something to help people so podcasts various different other things that I'm wanting to do but I'm at that same stage that you were at like three four years down the line where I'm going okay and it's almost like I've found myself back again um and you sort of go you know I've done a lot of work in the last three or four years and a lot of education on various different things surrounding addiction domestic violence abuse and various different things and I'm still learning but yeah no it's interesting you say that that three four year mark yeah wow so so okay so get a new job so you could get more money what where did you go after that then what Ooh, okay. So then emotional I, journey. What emotional journey did you go on? <laughs> the emotional. Ooh, let's try not to get through this with, without without any tears. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I'll try. Well, I don't want to upset you. <laughs> no, no. Because you sometimes when you relive this, it's like ooh, that, it really was a lot. Yeah. Um, so emotionally, then you sort of forget, don't you? As well, you sort of yeah. just carry on and look towards where you're going to, and sometimes it's good to actually look back and actually understand well, where you've come from as well. Um, I know. And, and it can be emotional. Yeah. No, yeah, that's it, is, it is. Sorry. Yeah. So what I did, um, got into therapy, met this amazing therapist. She was very, just like very to the point and very matter of fact and um, love her for that. Um, did a year, maybe two years with her. The transformational coaching. Okay. The transformational coaching. That was about a year. And that what, was the game so, changer. That's the oh, game changer. It, so what what is transformational coaching? So in this Just for people who don't know. Oh, that's fine. So in this particular instance, it was going ahead and coming face to face with all the things that have gone wrong or what you consider wrong in your life. Yeah. It was how to overcome those, realizing that you can't change the past, and then moving into masterful living, whether that's with or without mistakes, whatever it is, but actually living. So what's masterful living? So masterful living is a term that they use in order to say, I'm going to live fulfilled. Okay. I'm going to live the way I want on my terms, as in I'm putting everything that I want out there and I'm doing it. I'm going after it a thousand percent. Yeah. Wow. That's what masterful living was. And that was, that was a huge game changer going back to, because it's three different parts. um, But the first part was overcoming those challenges, those demons, those, you know, journaling and just so much that you had to go ahead and you had to put out plenty of tears, lots of tears. By the second one, second one, you're still going ahead and you're still putting out a lot of tears, but then realizing that you can't change the past and who you can be going forward, right? It's, it's like, who, who can you be going forward? And you put, you, yeah. you, you go ahead and you work on that. And then by the so are you one. still with that with that one? Are you still journaling though? Because like oh, yeah. I know I'm, I know you you mentioned previously like journaling. What does what does journaling actually entail? Because I like I every morning write like three things I'm grateful for. You know what would make my day awesome and various different things like that. Um, 
And so what's what's journaling? What was journaling for you? So in that and I've I've been journaling for years now. So yeah probably even while I was going through a lot of my abuse as well, I was journaling. If I go back and read those, that'll send me on. Okay. That'll send me on. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's cleansing, you know, it was what I was going through in these moments. Um, So during those, during the transformational coaching, the first part of journaling consists of, of actually writing down, they would give you prompts and it was writing down what, happened or what do you think happened that went wrong right wrong okay or what you consider wrong in your life and then it would go into you know what can you do to make it better can you change things right and obviously the answer so is assessing not- where you are yeah. so you'd already really initially done that but right. then it was taking it a step further and assessing well where are you? What had gone wrong, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. Fair and then enough. second, and then the second part was, okay, now that we know that you can't change the past and you can't choose this, what do you choose and who do you choose to be? And then the third part was, what do you want to masterfully live? And so I still journal to this day, but my journaling, I feel like has transformed over the years. It's, it's really oh, transformed, right. right? It went from being broken and battered and, you know, demoralized to, you know, really cleansing myself and cleansing my pain to masterfully living as far as what I want to manifest in my life. And now it's, I journal because I want to have these memories to look back on. I journal because maybe one day it'll turn into a book. Who knows? I journal because my kids may want to read it one day, the things that I was thinking. That's why. Well, it's quite funny because when you were saying about journaling, when you were going through the situation that you were going through, that wasn't particularly pleasant. And that's putting a light note on it. Um, I, I did sit there and when you were saying that, I went, wow, you could even put that all into a book. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know it would be an emotional journey for you, but it could be a book that could potentially help people come out the other side. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. I've only been doing it for the last probably two or three years religiously mm-hmm. every day. Well, I prob- no, mm-hmm. I'd probably say three or four years religiously every day. Um, and I don't beat myself up if I miss a couple of days, but like, yeah, it is like – something that I have to do um so I'll get a yeah. coffee and I'll do it in the morning and then I'll do it in the evening just to actually sort of cry, try and pull together everything that's happened that day and what what do I what have I learned what do I need to do differently what can I not change you know and stuff like that so um it's interesting that you do it as well because it's yeah and I agree with you I find it very um I find it very cathartic but I don't know if it's and I don't know. So like if there's anyone listening who's a bloke who wants to tell me that they do it, because I don't know if it's a female thing, but I feel as though I need to get if I if I have it in my body and it sits in my body, it stews and I can't yeah. fix it. But if I get it out, either by talking to somebody or writing it down, it tends to get it clearer for me. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's what you find. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely find that a lot of my um, visions and things that I want to do are wrapped up in the things that I go ahead and I write down as well. Mm. A lot of my my things that I want to manifest are right there on, on, on paper already long before I've even, 
you know, said it, it's, it's actually really funny when, when I go back and occasionally I'll go back and I look at pick a random date, open a book and look at, pick a random date. And I'll say, oh my gosh, I remember when I wrote this. It's so funny. That actually had came into fruition last year. Wow. Or that came into fruition six months ago or something, yeah. or that's in the, that's in the works. Yeah. Right. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, they do say, you know, write it down. Man, I keep writing down that I want to earn 150K a month and that's not happened to me yet. But however, you never know, um, you know, maybe in the future. Hey, look. It, Get around the right people. Look, it worked for Jim Carrey. What can I say? He wrote that check yeah. for himself and look, you know, so many years later, maybe I've just got to wait yeah. three years. Maybe I need to find out when, when I wrote this back. <laughs> get get around get around the right people yeah and it'll change well yeah. and but also it's interesting that you say so it's so you were saying about looking back and um so I cause it came to me when you were talking about it about releasing the past as such about you accepting that you can't change things and mm-hmm. it's almost about accepting and releasing the past mm-hmm. so um how did you how did you go about that because it wasn't that stage two or something is that stage yeah two? and that was that would no that was that was it's really important coaching. yeah it's really really important I think isn't it yeah that was that was a part of that was a part of um the transformational coaching um between I would say one to two by the end of one and you're moving into phase two mm. of, of that then that's where but yeah it's you realize that even what we said 10 seconds ago is the past it's and I can't say unsay something. I can't undo anything that we've already talked about. Yeah. And once you kind of start to process that in your mind, it's like not only am I cautious about the things I say and I do and how I act with people, it is I am going to go ahead and be who I am authentically and just be mindful of the things I say, do, and how I act with people. Yeah. If, if you can follow what, what, where yeah. I'm going with that one. Yeah, yeah, no, completely, completely. Because um, I let go. Um, it was very funny because over the years, I used to get very hot up and very um, stressed because, um, you know, there were situations out of my control that, you, that I couldn't control. So I used to get stressed about it. And at the end of the day, I think I've, it might be my age, but I think I've mellowed in the fact that if I can't control it, uh, you know, if I can't control it and I can't change it because it's another person, it's another, you know, it's somebody else's opinion or whatever. And it, it, it may be that it's somebody else's opinion based on what they've been through in their lives, which doesn't actually reflect on me as a person. It's just that it's right. what they've dealt with and what they've had to, you know, it's their baggage that they're dealing with. So until I actually came to that like realization, I didn't feel as though I had released myself from anything. It sounds really bizarre, but it is like, um, it's almost like releasing that stress, it's releasing that stress and actually sort of going, well, that's one person's opinion or, you know, I can't change that because I would desperately want to change that person's opinion or, you know, and you can't like, you know, you can try and influence them, but it's their opinion. And it's based on their life's journey, not your life's journey, which could be potentially potentially different. So, um, yeah, no, it's right. just – and I find that to be like a massive, massive light bulb moment for me to actually go release 
that responsibility mm. I, I don't know um I, what was your like have you had a light bulb moment because I'm such a different person now from how I was like three or four years ago yeah through that sort of light bulb moment really yeah well I I always have light bulb moments I spend a lot of time with myself <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how you've got three girls but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I spend a lot of time with myself um just thinking so sometimes yeah. they'll come in and say mom you know what are you doing I'm just thinking you know I don't have to have the tv on or the phone on just thinking right yeah. and and so I have a lot of light bulb moments so there's, there's so many I can go through <laughs> oh my gosh there's so many well what, okay but what would uh what's a light bulb moment that springs to mind like now what I'm I would love to say what's your biggest light bulb moment but like I mean if there's loads then yeah yeah I'm like trying to think I'm like I'm trying to think yeah, of sorry, like the biggest on the one here. I'm like completely yeah, a big one <laughs> just, so um I have one that's that's fairly recent so a lot of times or throughout throughout my life I always I never understood my family I never understood them right I, I've already said like my friends were more like my family I never understood them yeah and it wasn't until I was having a conversation with someone one of my other girlfriends and I said I would rather have your mom than my mom and she said, she said, are you sure? And I said, absolutely. Your mom is like, you know, when I get start giving her all these qualities and she goes, yeah, but my mom's also a narcissist. I was like, excuse me. She's like, yeah, my mom suffers from narcissist personality disorder. I was like, that's a thing. Oh yeah. And so she sent me on a whole tangent of, uh, of, of going out there and, and real and, and reading and researching because I didn't realize that this was like a thing. Um, and it turns out that some of these personality disorders, personality disorders actually fall in my own family and they're blatantly right there, but I didn't even know that they existed. I had no idea. Now, fortunately for me, and, and I mean, be very honest, we're all flawed in some type of way, oh, right? Exactly. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm no saint, but I will tell you that I, a lot of this that I see, it's like literally blatantly right in front of my face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and I don't think anybody else in my family has kind of woken up to seeing <laughs> that what's, what's yeah. going on, right? They, yeah. they're, they're, they're kind of like still in the dark, but I'm always on this higher journey, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, take my mindset and always challenge things, you know, always yeah. go one step further. So this yeah. was like, oh my God, what is going on? You know, it's almost like a, almost like you woke up out of the matrix, the matrix movie. Like that's, yes. <laughs> that's literally what I felt like. Um, and so that's one big light bulb moment that I'm actually going through right now, because now I realize there's so many that my family have, um, obviously not to put them down. They're amazing people, but there's so many there, but it's like, well, how does that, how did that affect me? Where in there did I go ahead and did I come up with anything? And it made me start to realize that in those abusive relationships that I had, that I actually attracted people that were narcissists, right? And so it, it's it's a whole rabbit hole that I'm kind of going down right now is to digging out. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope I'm not like passing on any traits or any things that I may have to my kids. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's but I think half the battle is being aware. Yeah. So I think it's awareness. So like you say, like none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. Right. You know, like, you know, none of us are perfect. We're all just trying to survive this journey right. that we're on. But it's the awareness Oh, oh, I'm not pet, like, oh, I know that triggers me or, oh, I know that, you know, I'm, 
attracted to x and actually trying to understand well what is it that x fulfills yeah what gap does x fulfill within me that means that i'm attracted to x because there's something that i'm lacking that x is giving me whether that be the i'm going to save this person syndrome Mm -hmm. or, or whatever it may be um it's you know it's yeah, it's those sort of aspects that in educating and being aware of it yourself right. that you can move forward and 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 hopefully and I'm all for breaking that cycle. Right. Um yeah, I do not want my child to go through what I've been through. Right. You know, it's a it's a great, it's my journey, it's my learning curve and all of that stuff. But yeah, you want obviously better for your kids and you yeah. don't want to be passing on traits and yeah. things that you will do. Yeah. You will do. Let's yeah. face it. I mean, I think there's a book. I think there's a book called How Not to Completely Fuck Up Your Kids. <laughs> the swearing. But like, um, and maybe I'll have to bleep that out. But like, yeah, I think it's something like that. That, you know, says, look, we're all going to do it. But it's how you don't do it quite as much right. as not, you would do normally or whatever it is. I can't remember. And I will get the title. But yeah. Um. Yeah, no, wow. I've heard wow. that book. Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about. I haven't read it yet. Yes. I've got it on my list of things to read. But yeah, oh, okay. No, that's cool. That's cool. So, okay. Wow. So you did stage one and two and three. Is there a fourth stage? No. Or is that it's just three stages? Yeah, There's just three just, stages. Just three stages of transformational coaching. That was that was the game okay. changer. And that was, that so, was the amazing thing. So where are you at? Where are you at now? Peace. Okay, yay. <laughs> Finally, I have, I, I've gotten peace. I've gotten, you know, a, a lot of mental clarity. Um, I've, I've, I've gone ahead. I've, I've sat with myself and now I'm working on where I want to be in my own, you know, my own, my own, my own business. What do I want to do? Who do I want to help? And, you know, it's, it's fulfilling, right? There's, there's just so many, so many, I, I always, my, I always tell my friends, you know, cause they're saying, well, well, how are you doing? And my answer is I am blessed and I am in mental, I'm at mental peace. Yeah. And that's just, that's just like the best thing ever. Yeah. 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 So, t- so tell me about what you're doing now then. So like, um, you're, you, you've got a core method that you, that helps you help other women to find this mental peace. Is that what you're well, doing? no. So, oh, so I- my <laughs> <laughs> no. So the core method that I actually use it goes ahead and it helps a women reach their highest potential, okay. um, and as as well as you know t- utilizing their talents. Yeah. And so core stands for clarity. Um, of course, gain that clarity. And that consists of meditation, sitting with yourself, really spending that time to figure out what it is that you want, um, organizing those thoughts, you know, how, what stages and what phases do we need to go ahead and we need to, do we need to actually uh, do these things in, in order to get to where you want to be your end ball game. Um, it's revamping what overhaul or what change are we going to have to do to go ahead and to get to where we want to be for end game. Um, educating yourself along the way, right? Because we're not doing this blind. We're, we're actually getting this done. And the last one is just to self-regulate, which is just you going ahead and um, having that self-discipline to yeah. go ahead and to, to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so that so that's why it's called cause 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 yes um no 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 that's fine wow that sounds like a lot of work to do to get yourself forward to where you need to go 
it's funny. I've actually been doing this for years. Oh, <laughs> so, I, <and> I, <laughs> so, so in the, in the midst of all my craziness of, of all, of all of my yeah. journey of what was going yeah. on, I always distracted myself with, you know, helping other people or, or having conversations with people. Cause that's something I'm actually really yeah. good at. And it yeah. turned into helping these people because people would say, Oh, I wish I could do, you know, X, Y, Z, or I, my favorite example, I want to open a coffee shop. And my answer would be, well, why can't you? Why not? Yeah. Why not? What's, yeah. what's, you're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too tall. You're not too small. Why not? And they would say, well, because I don't have the capital or, well, it's a lot of work or, well, it's a lot of this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You think it's a lot of work, but how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And I would go through and help these. And it typically worked out to be women, right? Because women, as women, we tend to put our, our dreams on the back burner, right? Um, yeah. And so it worked out that I would be helping these women, you know, bring their fruition, bring their dreams into fruition. What do they want to do? So I would go home, do the research, you know, and turn up the next day and say, Hey, listen, I put this stuff together for you. It's not as hard as what you thought. Leave, here it is. And they say, really? And so we'd sit down over lunch during my lunch break and we would have conversations about, you know, what they can do to get this one step further. Because it's almost yeah. like the minute that you open up a possibility, they were willing to listen and say, oh my gosh, tell me more. You're so right. I can do this oh, I could use my 401k or I could do this or I can maybe take out a loan or whatever they can do to make it work. And so I found myself helping these women at my jobs, my different jobs saying, why not? Look at, let's, let's wow. be open to possibility. And so, and that's why I said, I've been doing this for so long. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's interesting, but it's interesting that you did it for all of those other people, but then myself. it took a time for you to do it for yourself. Exactly. So, okay. It's so what stopped you? Yeah, I was going to say, was it just that, so did you have doubts that you couldn't do it for yourself? What stopped you from doing it for yourself for all that time? Absolutely. Absolutely. I had doubts. Um, I told you my confidence, my mindset. I wow. had I had one abuser tell me that I'm not going to amount to anything in life and I'm not going to do wow. great things and I'm not going to do I just so many things that I was told. And because of that, it really just played on my subconscious so I knew I was brilliant and genius in helping other people but not myself does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. no definitely no it look it definitely does um and I think look I think it's that um reptilian brain that we have that actually says oh like I know when I started this podcast that I was like, why am I starting this? This is crazy. I'm not trained in media. I'm not trained in anything. But I just went, sod it. I'm just going to start it and see where it goes. Right. And I'll do it. I And I set my, I've set myself a goal. I said, right, I'll do it for two or three years. If nothing's happened, that's okay. If I've helped one person, that's brilliant. If I've helped one person who's come on and been interviewed to actually then move forward with their lives that's great I'm you know I I'm just focusing on helping that one person um and if I have like five people listening to me it doesn't really matter it's about you know it's if that one person is in those five people who cares so um yeah but there are there were times where I was like why am I doing this this is insane when nobody's going to listen to me and nobody's going to want to come on and all of these doubts that just stacked yeah. But I just kept sort of saying to myself, and I don't know if you did the same thing, but I just kept saying to myself, 
sod it, just do it anyway. Who cares? If it's going to fail, it's going to fail. But you then can say, well, you did it. Happy days. You can say, well, I did it. And like, okay, it failed. What did I learn from that? So, yeah. Right. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. So who influenced, who's one of your biggest influences? Because you're like, you've been through so much, yet talking to you, you're just so driven and so positive and so like, um, so want to change things. And like, you seem to be constantly goal setting and moving (laughs) forward. So like, who's been, who have been the big influences on you to, to shift your ass out of the hole and get you into where you are now? Who's influenced you? You know, I'm trying to think, where did I start? Um, what was, so the very first book I read mm. was given to me, well, somebody told me about the book. The very first book I read was um, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Oh, okay. And I just thought, she is so right. This is so insane. I have people telling me this, but people, you know, people would say, oh yeah. my gosh, Kim, you're amazing. Thanks for helping, blah, blah, blah. But it would just come in one ear and go out the other. And then when I heard her say it, I'm like, you were so right. <laughs> and then I think another person that I listened to was Eckhart Tolle. Oh, okay. Eckhart Tolle. And that one was actually another book given to me. And I was like, he's really like the, he's really boring. But when I really just kind of focused on what the message was, I was like, this is it. This is so big. And those are like the first set of, of first set of uh, personal development and first things that I came in contact with that really shifted me into moving to that next direction and getting ahead. I don't have like one particular person that I listen to. I listen to everybody and a lot of things. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't I don't just have one because there's so much information. I actually one time I read an article that said um, that said it was a business article that said um, what I learned about the Jonas Brothers after watching their movie on Amazon Prime. And I was like, the Jonas Brothers, what is there to learn about them or learn from them, I should say. And when I I read the article, I'm like, oh, this is what we mean. Okay. Mm. You know, they're, they're very down to earth. They are very much, you know, they're very much go-getters. They have a work ethic. That's insane. There's just so many things. And I was like, okay, this is what you mean. But again, I take content from, I, I take the information from everyone and from everything there isn't like just different things it'll pop up in my feed and I'll read it you'll recommend the book and I'll read it yeah no I um yeah look I completely agree I mean look uh, it's very bizarre and you will know the guy that I'm going to talk about probably very well coming from the states but I had a friend of mine when I was and this is a long time ago when I was 26 so we're talking probably uh 20 odd years ago dare I confess that um give give me a book uh I was maybe maybe I was younger than that maybe I was 25 24 25 give me a book by the god himself Tony Robbins and um yeah, you know, and uh, it was, uh, I, can't, I can't even think what it was now, uh, but something like um, 
unlimited power was it unlimited power something like that but he gave it to me like 20 odd years ago and um yeah I've got a few of Tony's books but then there's like Tim Ferriss Rich Rolls there's like so many other people out there there's other and I can't think of them now because they've gone off my head but there's other podcasts that I listen to and this is where I switch my mobile phone on and look at the podcast and it's mainly podcasts because like because it's easier when you have a children, you sort of like it's easy to bunk a podcast on, listen to it while you're doing up the like doing the housework or whatever. But things like oh, Simon, um, Simon Sinek. Oh, God love Simon Sinek. Um, yeah, like Simon. I said Simon as though I know him. Rachel <laughs> Hotless. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, um, Kerwin Ray is an Australian over here who is similar to like Tim Ferriss and Tony Robbins as such. Um, and then there's weird random people like James Smith, who's a PT guy who yeah. is an English PT guy, but he's just down to earth, tells it as it yeah. is. And yeah. Yeah. You know, swears yeah. like a trooper, but yeah. you know some of the things he says. You know, it's it's yeah. it's it's just absorbing as much as you possibly can, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and absorbing positive messages. Oh yeah, positive so messages. I, I find that I put in. It's always positivity for me, right? Yeah. I always put in the, the 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 information in, but um, I think if anyone's starting out you would have to, because every, every one of them focus on different things. They all have different niches, but you just have to focus on, you know, one or two that you may want to listen to and hone in on their message. Yeah. I think that uh, You Are a Badass, Jen Sincero, definitely one of, one of my first books and a good book to start out with. I also think The Magic of Thinking Big, that's another yes. good book. Yes, definitely, definitely. That's another good book to start out with and just kind of go from there. Um, a lot of YouTube, a lot of podcasts, just different people that you can listen to to really get information from. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, there's one, and I'm going to get the title wrong here, um, but um, there's one called Ego is the Enemy, um, which I, yeah, oh, honestly. I think that was go ahead. No, no, no. You No, what were you going to say? I, I think I've heard of that yeah. one. Oh, Ego is the enemy. It really opened my mind to probably because I'm a lot of the time I'm based in a, cause I work in it as my day job. Um, and I'm in a very male orientated environment. There are a lot of egos within that male oriented environment. Um, although that's changing. Um, but it was also looking internally at me and how I'm, I'm driven and I like to be in control of situations and various different things like that. And, and actually got me looking at my ego and how my ego influences how I interpret situations and to let go of that ego because the ego is your enemy as such. Uh, and it can stop you from dealing with and um, being in situations that can be so educational for you but your ego goes no 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 you you're you're better than that or you know you no you don't need that and it's your ego that says that um and it's also very good it was a very good book at making me understand other people's egos and the fact that mm -hmm. people do things because their ego is telling them oh you need to do that you need to look as though you're in control or you need to look as though instead of actually just releasing it and not having that ego um so that was an eye-opener for me definitely definitely wow 
Yeah. Yeah. Eckhart totally talks about the ego and that's how, oh, well, there that's, you go. that's how I started. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So look, um, we like, if people wanted to get in contact with you and like have a conversation with you around your journey, around what you do now and what's, what's the name of your company that you've got? So right now it's Forever Young Management Services. Okay. And so they literally would just have to go to, I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn. They will just click on the a link in the bio. And from there, you would see a, 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 convert, a link that says Clarity Conversations. And it's a 30-minute conversation that we're going to have. You tell me what your end goal is. I tell you if I can go ahead and if I can assist you with that. We have a realistic conversation as far as what's, what, what can happen, right? And then I will tell you, okay, we can go back and we can do, you know, your own personalized plan because realistically we're all different people. So I like to give custom and customized plans to people yeah. as far as what they want to see happen, right? Um, and again, my coffee shop example, clearly some things are going to be the same. The permitting of the place is going to be the same, right? <laughs> the yeah. permits that we got to do, the, the, the licenses, we, got, we know that that's going to be the same, but how we're going to do it, what's the marketing going to look like behind it? You know, who can we get involved? Who's going to help out? How can we get this done? That's all going to be different. It's all going to be based upon that person. After I create yeah. that plan, then we're, we get to have a, a further in-depth conversation for me to say this based on what you told me here goes what I have for you. Let's have a conversation and you tell me you like, you don't like what you want to tweak, what you don't want to tweak. And where we start, we start definitely working from there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. So do you have a website or are you just on the LinkedIn um, Insta? Yep. Just on LinkedIn and Insta for now. The okay, website cool. is still in process. No, I know. Don't go there. It's been months <laughs> and I really need to sort it out. I've been homeschooling for the last three months. So I've been going and note the podcast is getting done every week, but the website I'll have to wait until we all go back to school and I get some free time. Um, but yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So, okay. Brilliant. Lovely. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, so I have a final question for you. One yes. final question. Ask this to everyone. Um, it's interesting what answers I get come up um, and I'll change it in a year's time when I've done this for a year. And so year two, we'll have a different question. But if you had a superpower, what would it be? What would your superpower be, Kimberly? I want super hearing. Oh, my God. Oh my God, do you? Now, okay. I don't, I so want, don't want, I don't want that. <laughs> so I don't want, I don't want super hearing to hear what my neighbors are doing. Yeah. I was going to say, no, that's why I don't want it. No, I want to be, I want to have super hearing to be, to hear the things that are, that happen in certain uh, board meetings or certain rooms that unfortunately I don't have access to get into. And of oh, course I okay. mean like type, top level, you know, high echelon type of meetings, right? Like oh. a millionaire's meeting, right? Those conversations are definitely like our, con are not like our conversations. <laughs> well, I don't, see, I don't know. Do you think? I'm not uh, sure. Yeah. I've, I've see, always they all heard. have to go to the loo and do stuff like you and I do. Of but, course. You know, oh, absolutely. But the, a but bit the, of a different scale. Not obviously the, going to the loo because right. that would be the same scale. But right. yeah. But the mindset is different. The things, and well, I, I always, I always hear, you know, different podcasters and different people say it. The things that'll get you to whatever, you know, level of money, then it's it's not going to be the next. The next that's going to take you to the next level. 
It's always yeah. something new and something different to get you to that next level. So those wow. rooms that I have not been, you know, blessed and permitted to walk into yet to hear, yeah. you know, what it takes to get to that next level. Those are the rooms I would like to be able to hear in. Okay. I have always said I want to be a fly on the wall in those in those rooms. Yeah. No, well, it would be really, it would be really, really interesting. I think I'd want to delve into what were what was going on in their brains as well because I think what comes out of their mouth is interesting yes um but what's going on and the the thoughts and processes that they've got in their brains Mm -hmm. and also they're human right they are not they're not aliens right Right. these people are human so they would be going through doubts and having internal conversations with themselves right but it's about how they but it's about changing that internal my my view and I've learned over the years it's about changing the internal conversation that you're having with yourself to be able to get to where you want to go I suppose and it's interesting it would be interesting to hear their own internal conversations and how that differs from what comes out of their mouth Mm -hmm. as to what's happening in their body and how they yeah see that's a good one that's a good one because then telepathy then that would be right yeah telepathy because then you can imagine what it took or you can actually see what it took to Mm. over to get to where they are now they have to overcome a lot right so I think we'd be surprised oh yeah I think we'd be surprised at what because I don't think well Elon Musk would be probably an interesting person too because he's on the spectrum so he looks at things completely differently anyway that's a good one. To how, how you and I would look at maybe but um that's a good one yeah that's a really I don't good think one there's an I don't think there's no or I can't in his vocabulary <laughs> at all I think he just goes yeah no okay yeah we're doing it uh, we just got to think of a different way and that's what I say to my son all the time because he goes I can't do that mommy and I go no 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 that's not you just got to think of a different way to do it. It's not that you can't do it, but you can't do it the way you're doing it. Think of a different way to get there. Yeah, can't stand um, in my house. Yeah. I don't. I don't allow yeah. my girls to say can. No, we no, we neither. find another way. Yeah, can't is yeah. not allowed, and so they're, yeah. they 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 get frustrated. But now it's well, if I can't do this, well, what can I do to do this? So again, forcing yeah. them to kind of you know yeah. reroute that thinking and yeah. Get them, get them where they need to be on track. That's awesome. That's awesome. Look, thank you so much for giving up your evening, which is my morning, your evening. Thank you so much. I hope it's not too late where you are. Um, But yeah, look, thank you for coming on board and telling everyone your journey because it's been a pretty full on journey. Uh, you know, um, but it's great. You're at the other side as such. Right, the right. girls are doing really well. They're yep. keeping you busy. Um, and um you're in sunny Florida lucky you I'm in cold Melbourne at the moment um in lockdown still um but yeah no look thank you for coming on board and telling us all about your journey thank you thank you for having me this was so much fun I always like podcasts that I can go ahead and I can I can you know just have a, a very authentic conversation and this was definitely one of them thank you yeah no thank you Kimberly it's been awesome to talk to you speak to you another time absolutely and 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 that's it I believe you're on socials am I correct I am okay I'll find you on socials 
definitely definitely okay. yeah no we're out there I've just I've been ignoring them a little bit because um with lockdown and a five-year-old at home it's just been a bit of a nightmare but yes I'm definitely out there facey insta um or youtube I post this up on youtube as well but not our faces yeah. everyone will be pleased to know um yeah so okay. all, all good brilliant okay well look um have a great evening and um yeah don't work too hard <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. If you'd like to support us further, share this episode with your friends and family on all the usual social media platforms that you're normally on. And finally, drop us a review on iTunes as I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments and ideas. It all helps me to understand and produce awesome content that I know you're going to want to hear like this. If you want to check out past episodes, write to us, appear on the podcast, or for links, resources, and show notes, go to our website, www.strongsingleandhuman.com. We are also on all the usual social media platforms, Insta, Facey, and Twitter. Have a wonderful week and I hope to see you back here again soon. Be kind to yourself and remember, no one's perfect and we're all just putting one foot in front of the other and doing our best. I'm Claire Martin and you've been listening to the Strong, Single and Human podcast.